Welcome to the ICTA podcast, where we think together about unity and solidarity, or ICTA, on campus. In the ICTA podcast, we take time out to listen to students as they share their stories about what has made them feel powerful and powerless in their university journeys, and to hear their thoughts on practical steps that we can take to create more inclusive spaces at UFE. Let's learn differently together. ICTA. Welcome to ICTA, a podcast about creating unity by understanding different learning experiences here at the University of the Fraser Valley. I am very grateful to be here today at CIVL Studios at UFE, located on Stolotumak, the sacred land of the Stolot peoples. And today I'm very excited to talk to Dawn Nansumba. And Dawn is a nursing student who came here from Ontario, but originally from Uganda. And she plays on the UFE varsity soccer team. So we're going to hear a lot about her experiences today. Welcome, Dawn. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, just like Victoria said, my name is Dawn Nansumba. I was born in Uganda, grew up in Toronto most of my life. Go back and forth from Ottawa and Toronto sometimes. And I love football. Yeah. Awesome. You said football. Which football do you mean? <laughs> Soccer. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. <laughs> okay, so you uh, were in Toronto until age, or after age six, is that right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and then you came here um, last year. Are you in your second year of nursing now? I am in... I'm still in my first year of nursing. In your first year of nursing yes, still. Okay. My second semester. Right. And yeah. so I know when we chatted initially, you said that you weren't too sure about nursing. Um, you couldn't really decide. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What made you hesitate? And, you know, how do you feel now that you're in it? Um, I think for me, I always kind of like to stick to the sports realm. So I always considered kin uh, or physio and kind of work with that kind of peoples <laughs> um but one thing was like hearing stories about experiences um people of color have had within our healthcare system and that was kind of the thing that was making me very nervous and like am i prepared and i, I yeah that was the hardest part but i think I ended up deciding with nursing because just the ability to give back to the community. Um, still thinking about med school, so it's the, kind of like the perfect mix. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that it's really, you know, it's important to note that your your fears and your, your nervousness about the healthcare system is really well founded. So according to a CBC article um, that was you know, a study that was prepared by the Registered Nurses Association of Ontario's Black Nurses, um, they surveyed 205 Black nurses and found, you know, that there was an overwhelming majority, 88%, that it reported experiencing racism and discrimination at work. So I think, you know, it is just so important to to recognize that and that it's a really interesting question to say, you know, am I ready for that? Yeah. And maybe also, how is my program preparing me for that? Mm -hmm. um so I know that you said in your first semester too you you were directed towards um, an association that sort of supported you through that can you talk a little bit about that that was a blast um so the coalition of African black and Caribbean nurses 
in British Columbia. There's it's a group of nurses, mainly of color. One of my professors called Catherine, kind of introduced me to their mentorship program, and so I just kind of like reached out and I got into that first group, the cohort, um, and it was great to like hear firsthand the experiences and how they navigate that because I feel like I was really nervous for clinical this semester and one of the things was that piece of like racism and discrimination at work and hearing the stories of the mentors and the other mentees because they were all like within the workforce um it was it was a great experience yeah yeah, that mentorship program, I had a look and it's really cool. Yeah. So they it's a six week program that they offer um, for practicing nurses and nursing students that connects them to change makers in their field. Um, and students actually receive a stipend for participating, which is amazing and a great recognition of the fact that, you know, these kinds of opportunities take time away from other things, especially working, um, where we can make the money that we need to actually survive our programs, right? <laughs> Um, so I think that's just, it's a really, really cool program. So I was glad that you, that you told me about that. I had a blast. It was awesome. I learned so much about myself. I think more than anything. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of self-reflection and yeah, a lot of self-reflection, hearing what, what they experienced and, for me, everything was tied into, like, I haven't been in the healthcare setting in the position as of a healthcare worker. So tying everything in with my experiences outside of, like, within the school setting and soccer and team, I learned a lot about myself and little things that I can do to prepare myself for if I do encounter any such hopefully not can can you maybe share one thing that you that you learned that you're taking with you oh that's a great question (laughs) um I think one of the main things was just like you're there and you you deserve to be there and yes so I think the main thing for me was learning to kind of step into myself and not like have like be able to use my voice and be okay and comfortable like putting yourself first and saying what you need and and that's perfectly fine we don't have to hide in the shadows type of thing uh during the program they gave us a lot of resources um and one of them was like this um it's like a step-by-step process on how to make known to someone of an issue you have. And it goes through like a, like a, a breakdown, like first start by saying what it is and how it made you feel and then go into the details and make it about how it affects you, your feelings as opposed to, like making it just about yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if that came out the right way, but um, 
long story short, <laughs> one of the main things I want to take with me is like stepping into who I am and speaking up for what I what I know I deserve. Yeah. I think that's really, really powerful. And I think it's a good lesson to us that that having guidance on actually how to do that right. and what that feels like, what that looks like, the step-by-step pieces um, that we could support students in finding their voice and enacting their voice like that is something um, that I'm going to take away from our conversation for sure. So I really appreciate you bringing it up. Uh, so you came to Toronto here and have largely stayed in the Abbotsford area. So mm-hmm. Toronto and Abbotsford are not the same. <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit about that transition uh, from there to here? Well, my first initial reaction. So we landed in Abbotsford and flying in. I was like, there's so many like farms. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> I was like, where am I going? <laughs> but um, that was funny. Um, I think the mountains, uh, they're not big hills, they're mountains. The shocker for me was like the not loudness here. <laughs> mm. I had to get used to. Don't get me wrong, like coming because I'm, sometimes I'm in Toronto, sometimes I'm in Cornwall or Ottawa which is quieter than Toronto but I find it really quiet and I have to learn to live with like not being loud because I'm so used to noise I love noise so that was another thing um but yeah I think one of the main things was just like the nature and the lack of diversity you could say um coming in and like I expected so much diversity and to not have that I felt was not a problem for well we can say it as it is <laughs> it kind of affected me in multiple ways and so when you say lack of diversity I think you're particularly talking about people that look like you right that's correct yeah and so and we've talked a little bit about um about that and the fact that you're the only black member of your soccer team, for example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And frequently the only black classmate. Yep. <laughs> yes. And so I and I asked you, I said, you know, do people um, ask you about that experience a lot? I don't get questions about it. Some I've talked to some people that prefer not to get questions about it because some people make it only about that. And it's like, well, that's not who I am only. And then there's some people who were just like, we're all the same. Like, we're the same, but we're not. <laughs> like, there's, like, they don't see the color. And I feel like, personally, I like to have those conversations kind of break that barrier. Because I just, I, I feel seen when... You know, if someone asks me, like, about my experiences and is willing to, like, learn. Yeah, and, and I think that's really interesting. I read a fascinating study um, that said that, that people that avoid that 
those conversations about race and explicitly mentioning and talking about it, acknowledging it, um, are actually often perceived as more racist by people of color. Yeah. <laughs> and so that may seem ironic, but yeah. um, but it sounds like that's what, what you're describing a little bit is yeah. this idea that, you know, confronting it and understanding that that's a reality is right is really important. Yeah, I like to call a spade a spade, not a spoon. <laughs> like it's there it's there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and you're doing that. So I know that you, um, you talked in a few videos as well um, uh, for Black History Month. Can you tell us about that project? That was nerve wracking. <laughs> 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 I think I like going into it. I was so nervous. I, it sounds odd, but I felt like I was representing the whole race. Like I felt like this weight, like I not to like, be like I felt like I needed to say and bring out things that were like yeah like that's what personally I experience but I felt like don't say the wrong thing don't like <laughs> I don't know it was like the pressure was high but um I liked that very much it was great to like share that and kind of have my teammates listen on to it as well um yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> right, so those videos are available on the UFE Cascades YouTube channel. So if you Google Don Nansumba, that's N-A-N-S-U-M-B-A, you can find those videos. Um, they are very powerful. Um, great advice for black students and athletes about taking up space and um, being who you are and the importance of seeing yourself in the sport. And I know I was very inspired personally by those. So thank you. Uh, so the big question, we're at the big question. Ooh. Are you ready? The what has made you feel powerful and powerless at UFE question. Ooh. Big. That's a big question. <laughs> um, so when I think about that question, my mind goes to Amanda Gorman, who was the inaugural poet for Joe Biden's, the poet for Joe Biden's inauguration. And at the tail end of her poem, she says, there's light if we're brave enough to see it, if we're brave enough to be it. Um, and I think coming in and like, as we said, like the diversity and not having as many people of color, I think that one thing made me feel powerless because there's just that comfort in that inner circle, just to know that there's people around you that kind of share the same experiences and you can confide in them and it's not like going to be judgmental but it's like that safe space and i think not having that around was something that made me feel very powerless um but i think like that was my first semester but stepping into second semester first semester as a nursing student and having Catherine as my professor um, and her kind of networking me with all these great women within healthcare and in general, just wonderful people with great experiences and kind of them having to share with me. Um, I think that made me feel very powerful in knowing that like, you're not alone, but you 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 matter, and so like, I stepped into this, um, 
yeah, I am powerful because I can champion the change. And so even though there's no that little circle, there's still people I can reach out to. There's there's always light. Yeah. <laughs> you you do have a way with words, I gotta say. You just <laughs> it's right there. I, feel I like. actually was a poet. Like I, oh, I yeah. write poetry. I used to recite so I like words. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, it certainly shows. You can feel it in, in the way that you that you share your stories. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, so I, I thought I would just add a follow-up question to that in, in asking you to remember, you know, maybe a class activity or, or a conversation um, that made you feel especially powerful. Um, so beginning of the semester, um, Catherine says... One thing that stuck with me is that to lean into your discomfort and we all come from a place of learning. And so I feel like just hearing that, it takes away that weight in the room. I don't know. It's just like you can say it and it's not going to be everyone's going to understand even like if you've said something that's kind of out of line or whatever. Um it's not, there's no judgment. We're all here to learn. And so there's one time in class we went over, uh, we were talking about racism within healthcare, and we watched a video. And so, so the companies that come within the Western, well, in Africa we call it the Western world. So the companies that come from outside um, they bring in all these resources and, you know, they're going to help. Um, but, like, delving into the video, you understand that the impact that has on the people that inhabit that place is profound. There's people that get out of business. They They can't support themselves because their source of income is being taken away because they're being given aid and I think that was for me it was very like it hit home because I've kind of experienced both worlds going back and forth and knowing people and relatives that have lived through poverty um, it was great to like hear everyone engage with the material and take the time to like I don't soak it in because I, for me, that was like, yeah, that's, that's a real thing. And for many people, it was like, oh, like it's an eye opener. So it was great to like have everyone engage and like talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And to see that, that support as well from the instructor leading that, that charge and that conversation. Right. Yeah. I, I can imagine that that, that must make a huge difference. Right. A huge difference so we're just motoring through here but that's great like I love this um so now I'm I'm super curious about your advice so we've talked about a few different um things inside and outside the classroom mm-hmm. um so what is your advice for instructors in particular um what can we do what can you do <laughs> what can we do yeah. to make it more inclusive here at UFE um I think like we said before about acknowledging 
the experiences people have and seeing color is very important uh so i think like whether you're in class or it's like group work or anything like that just like like don't shy away from it like it's there and it people need to know about it and change can only happen if we're willing to listen to understand and so but those conversations have you have to have those conversations so i think don't shy away from conversations and it's okay to talk about it and like Catherine says we all come from a place of learning <laughs> lean into that discomfort and talk about it and i think um another thing is just allowing students to like i don't know share their experiences i think it was great for me in in our class having people share and hearing different perspectives because we all learn in that way. Like I'll learn something from you and you'll take something from me as well. So I really enjoyed that and having discussions where we're talking about our experiences and sharing, I think is a great way to like diversify the conversation. If you can put it that way, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's actually a great way to put it because, and, and there's a few things there that you said that I really appreciated. One of them was, uh, you know, listening to understand. Right. Um, and I find we so often listen, um, waiting for our turn to speak. And, you know, that that idea of listening to really understand is, is powerful. It's a powerful one. And again, much like using our voice, it's something that we learn and something we can teach in the classroom. Right. Um, and that's that's one thing that I often, you know, support instructors with is how do we how do we build that listening skill um, mm -hmm. for our students? Right. And then the other piece is stories. You know, we're doing stories today. Yeah. It's all about stories. <laughs> You're talking about listening to stories in the classroom. Um, when when I was, you know, working with our indigenous students here, Natasha and Leanne, they also talked about the power of stories and storytelling. And it makes me think, you know, how do we how do we build in intentional moments um, for people to tell stories on their own terms. Right. Right? Yeah. In the way that they want to tell them. Yes. Yes. And that's so powerful. I like how you put it, the way they want to tell them. Because oftentimes you have stories that are not written or uh, said by the actual people experiencing them. And I think that does a lot of damage. Yeah. And so having people use their, their voice to, to tell their stories in their own ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Dawn. So we've come to the end. Can you believe it? That's all. It's, it's over. <laughs> zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom. We did it. So thank you so much for sharing um, all those amazing, powerful experiences, honestly. And um, I'm really looking forward to seeing you in some leadership roles in the future. Med school, here you come. Watch uh, out. Down, Dawn, Dawn's pending. coming. Dawn's still coming. pending. <laughs> Don't take me there quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to our listeners today so if you have questions about today's episode or ideas for a future episode do feel free to reach out to me victoria surtees that's s-u-r-t-e-e-s -E -E at ufv.ca and uh, please if you found the podcast interesting or useful do tell a friend and let's learn differently together thanks yes. and until next time go cascades <laughs> 
ICTA is hosted by UFE's Teaching and Learning Center and sponsored by UFE International. Music by Saint Soldier. No how long it takes us, no matter how much this world breaks us. May we live here in peace, live here as one from Bolivia to Greece, from India to Canada and everywhere between. Namaste to everyone I see. Namaste, I recognize that it's one. Namaste, and the suffering is done. Namaste.